You're listening to a 3CR podcast. It's Radiothon time again at 3CR. This year marks 40 years of radical radio at 3CR, and we're asking you to keep us on air for another 40 years by donating your money to 3CR's Radical Radiothon, June 6 to 19. Call us on 03 9419 8377 or visit us online at 3cr.org.au. Enjoy your podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand Until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place we hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it is good morning from the Concrete Gang, and we're bright-eyed and we're bushy-tailed, and it's good morning, Buzzer. Good morning. Great to be back here. Haven't been here for a little while, but it's great to be here. And yes, I've had no coffee it. and no breakfast. I'm not happy about that, right? Well, get here on time. Good morning, Colin. Good you, morning. You got here on time. As ever. Good morning, Annie. On the panel, as always, and String Bean in the corner, uh, learning how to do it. Welcome back, John. Still. Hey, String Bean. Out campaigning for another party <laughs> instead of bloody... Anyway, we won't go... And you'll leave. That. Yes, indeed. You're listening to the Concrete Gang on Radio 3CR every Sunday morning, 9.30 on the 8.55 on the AM dial. Mm-hmm. Now, we've got a couple of things to remind you of, and that is the Radiothon is coming up. I think we're doing the 19th. And uh, that will be live to air on the Sunday morning, the 19th of June. And we'll be looking for contributions to keep uh, 3CR on the air. And understand we'll... we've got a big cake there. No. <laughs> we, go big on cake? To the, we go on to the next date, which uh, is the 11th of July, which is the big cake. cake. The big cake. <laughs> yes, indeed. 11th of July, Palace Hotel. We'll be having our annual radio show at the Palace Hotel and we will be looking to collect some more money but also we're going to give uh, all the loyal listeners a bit of a reward. That's where the cake comes in. Yeah, exactly. 40 year anniversary of the Concrete Gang and uh, let's just say never send a bloke who doesn't like sweets to buy a cake. Hi. Good morning to the gorilla, wherever you are. I'm sure you're not eating cake at the moment, but 
I must say, the cake, well, we'll see the cake on uh, <coughs> on the 11th. In the meantime, what you will see is a poster that is going around sites, tickets going around on site. And uh, the poster actually reads, Taken the piss for 40 years. And That's we, about right. And we have been taking the piss out of a whole lot of people for 40 years, particularly bosses, uh, particularly uh, people in the Liberal Party and all the rest of the, uh, the the wide variety of people who don't like the CFMEU and construction workers generally. And guess what? We're still on air. We're still giving you a heap. And we are certainly taking the piss. Righto, let's get to this morning's uh, stories. An update on the EBA. We had the mass meeting we endorsed the offer, and now we got down to the practical issues of what you do. Next step. Now, if your boss has not given you the representation rights notice, which starts a process for each individual company, if he hasn't given you that, you need to get onto the office and make sure that he has been chased up. Because every company has been contacted by the union, a log of claims served and all the rest of it, we have started the process from our part. They almost invariably will drag their feet and then come running in at the last minute. And that is a problem. The more delays, the less pays, boys. If we're aiming to have pay rises from the 1st of July, which is only less than a month and away, then the process needs to kick off. And therefore, you need to be saying to your boss, when are you going to give us the representation rights notice? And when are you going to get on with the process of getting our EBA? There'll be some people who will resist. There'll be some people who try and avoid it. Unfortunately, there will also be people who are more than happy to sit down and negotiate an agreement and get on with it who just muck it up, folks. They just muck it up. So get on to your boss. What's happening about our new EBA? What's happening about the pay rise? Get on to him, hassle him, and I bet you he'll say, yeah, 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 I did get correspondence. Oh, yeah, I've got it a couple of times now. Oh, yeah, I better do something about it. Well, do something about it before it's too late. Get on to your boss, get the process started, and we get on with the pay rises from the 1st of July. There's yep. a bit of confusion there, isn't there? A little bit of confusion, but there's... Uh, no, because yeah. if they're not with us, they're against us. That's the, only clear, the bottom line. The only clear thing is the representation rights form at the moment. We need to make sure everyone's got access to one of them. Yes, indeed. So yes. that's the only clear point we want to stress moving forward in a period of time then where things have to be done reasonably quickly. Indeed. Now, a couple of other things. The document, of course that is being negotiated with any number of people already has to go through a couple of processes. One is code compliance, code compliance with the 2013 Code of Practice for the construction industry, and two, making sure the uh, document is compliant with the Fair Work Act. Both those processes are nearly complete. So a document is going to be hitting the... uh, hitting the boss's desk pretty bloody quickly because we are literally about to uh, issue a document to everybody. So if the boss says, 
not maybe it's not code compliant or maybe it doesn't fit in within the terms of the Fair Work Act, tell him when it arrives on his desk, he better be ready to fire up and give us an answer on what his position is on the proposed agreement because we are allowed to patent bargain. If they're not in, involved in the patent agreement and they gets down to protected action and a dispute, then each agreement will be probably a whole lot more than 5%. Because if there's delays, we all have to negotiate the whole lot from start to finish. And more delays will be more delays in the pays, and that will be end up being a dispute. But just make sure that people understand We've got to negotiate with each company. There has to be a vote with each company. They can all sign on to a patent document. But if they don't sign on to a patent document, then each company is then subject to the provisions of the Fair Work Act and we'll be taking full advantage of the Fair Work Act to take protected action. And if that means the boss is going to have it put on him for more or something different, well, he's making that decision. So, folks, let's get the process started. And we had uh, we had the Harbourside Mansion man, uh, Malcolm, the banker, Malcolm, Malcolm, uh, Malcolm. Uh, he's uh, complaining about the pay rises. So, uh, uh, Dave Noonan has come up with an idea that maybe the Harbourside Harbourside Mansion man should come down and explain to all the building workers when he gets his uh, when he's on his hundred thousand dollar yacht pull in somewhere and. Uh, from one side of the Sydney Arbor to the other, or wherever he wants to go, to explain to workers why how that why they don't, don't deserve a five percent pay increase um, uh, coming from him, coming from him. You know the yeah. bloke that reckons he likes getting around trains. I reckon that's a big joke too, didn't he? He's a bit rich. Uh, does he really get? A, does he really go and buy a public transport ticket and go and catch the trains? I don't think so. Nah, right? no way. The, but the confusing part is. He's offside of saying wages growth has stagnated. So one saying we've got to slow it down, the other one's going we've got to pick it up. So mixed messages there, mixed messages. I don't know. They don't know what they're doing. I'm not sure that Mr. Morrison's actually uh, in the tent. I think he's uh, just going to be the sacrificial myself. Yeah. Yes, get him up there, talk about cutting back on people's super and all the rest of it, and then he'll get dumped after the election. She's had a mixed message on Super this week with Julie. I don't mind changing my uniform every five minutes. Bishop giving an absolute <laughs> no no explanation. When it was asked on Super, she just went blank. Yeah, what's happening, Super? It's not my portfolio. She's that's a nice hand pass, wasn't oh, it? Oh, it's a ripper. Well, she, she, was to new, she was getting changed into her new uniform as she was talking. <laughs> right? Yeah. God, how much is that costing us? It's going to cost a lot of people a lot. But let's just remind people what Malcolm did say during the week on 2GB, talking to Alan Jones. Eh? Talking to Alan Jones. He finally got a word in after uh, Alan asked the longest question of all time about how poor people in the marginal seats who are not getting a pay rise are going to feel about building workers negotiating, negotiating, no industrial action, no nothing, negotiating because the bosses wanted to negotiate. Uh, and uh, he says, you know, these poor marginal seat dwellers. Well, let's just remind you, a lot of you that are listening out there who are CFMEU members, you probably do live in marginal seats. And he wants to take 
the 15% off you. He wants to take the super benefits off you. He wants to take the lot off you. Maybe it's time you actually had to think about putting the Liberals last. Indeed. Righto. Thanks, Malcolm. There'll be plenty of stuff about Malcolm and his views on the EBA and the offer on our website, on our Facebook, etc., etc. So to have a talk about it to your family, to your friends, your neighbours. If you do stick your head up and you do get some money, you're going to have a trouble hanging on to it with Malcolm Turnbull in government. Righto, we might cut to a track and we're going to Orange Street. Earthquake, child, earthquake Shaking Orange Street This music will beat Indeed, an earthquake on every street. Oh, look what happens when the gorilla's not uh, in the house. Goodness me. Well, if you reckon Rod Stewart's any good, well, you know, come on. This was Prince Buster. That's one of my little favourites from about 1965. And... Uh, he was bigger than the Rolling Stones in London at the time. Lucky, anyway, the gorilla, lucky the gorilla never started talking about football this week because he did send me a few texts about my footy side last week. The meow, the cat's getting beaten by Collingwood and Carlton in two weeks. Right, so yeah, I'll have to cop that. Throwing a bit of footy in there. Throwing a bit of footy in there. Are we going to give it on to the Western Australian story now? Well, we're going to talk about uh, Nigel Hatchkiss and his uh, band of uh, legalised... Uh, Legal thugs. Back in 2013, on the broad construction um, oh, air, airport yeah. airport job in Perth, yeah. um, there was a dispute with some workers. Uh, the, some workers went week uh, four at least four to five weeks without pay, superannuation. I think the total back pay claim was three hundred and eighty thousand dollars in wages. And what was the price they've done for looking after all the workers? We got fined. We got fined $21,000, and State Secretary Mick Buckin said it's an absolute disgrace that Fair Work uh, Building Commission can come in over the top when you're doing that sort of uh, um, settlement for some workers who, let's face it, were getting sham contracting. They were getting cars repossessed, houses getting uh, repossessed. There was even um, stories of people um, not going real well and contemplating suicide and all that. So who, 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 the only ones they could turn to was the union. The union's done a fantastic job, and what did they get? They got a fine and dead. At the same time, at the same time, Broad Construction were beefing up all the security around the airport, making sure they were paying for extra security and all the rest of it, and that's what happened. So I think, you know, that's what we're in for. Stay tuned, and possibly the fines even be worse now, uh, coming into the next... Well, if uh, Malcolm Turnbull gets up, he gets his joint sitting uh, with the Senate, and he passes the ABCC legislation... Make no mistake, we'll be fined twice as much. 
three times, four times as much as what the West Australians copped for just looking after ordinary workers who were getting ripped off. We should say, however, that uh, Nigel hasn't had it all his own way because there have been any number of cases where he's failed again. And uh, his mates in Canberra, the uh, Australian Federal Police, have also now decided that they're not going to pursue Victorian official Peter Clark, who went on to a job up there at the uh, request of the ACT branch, and he uh, walked onto a job, and as you usually do when you are standing on the edge of a building, you check uh, the handrails and that just to make sure that they can do the job. He shook the handrail, it fell to piece in his hands, and he was going to be charged with criminal damage. Uh, This was all filmed, I might add, and when uh, our friends from the Federal Police finally realised that they might be going to look a bit stupid in court, they've decided not to pursue the matter. But there have been a number of prosecutions, and they've all failed again. Yes, another one uh, again in Western Australia where... uh one of our officials was uh, pinged for being on a job. Um, they took a, took photos of the job. The ABCC took photos and, and film, and he was pinged uh, on film. Uh, and then when they took it to court, they actually proved that the bloke they pinged, he was actually off sick that day, and it wasn't him. So that was another one yep. thrown out again. So that's another. I think that's six for six now. Yeah, I think so. And that's, that's not counting the... Uh the prosecution of the National Secretary of the CFMEU, uh, Michael O'Connor, who was supposed to have been on uh, Barangaroo when there was a dispute going on with uh, Gasparini's and uh, the renewal of their EBA. Uh, Gasparino, we might add, is actually owned by Borrell. 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 Uh, Borrell. Uh, anyway, Michael O'Connor was being uh, prosecuted, but then they actually had a look at the tape, I think probably because of West Australia, and guess what? It wasn't him. So uh, that matter got dropped. So Nige, keep having those big lunches, keep having all those glasses of red wine and enjoy every bit of it while you can, because even the libs are going to start thinking, maybe you ain't doing the business. Well, the amount of money that must be costing every single time they run a case lay charges is just unbelievable the amount of money tax, and taxpayers money for no result whatsoever nothing and just just going into are we going over in, over the waterway a little bit there there's been some disputes down in Tasmania right? Mold. and a joint branch down there where they where uh, John Hollins has had asbestos exposed about four times on the Royal uh, Hobart Hospital job there and um, stay tuned I think there's an ongoing dispute there um, I will say one other quick thing too if there's any consolation to these uh, these laws about sending people back to New Zealand, um, which is pretty ordinary the way they're going about it, let me tell you, there's 36 to 40 tail cranes going to go up in Auckland at the moment. Got a call from over there during the week. The only thing is they can't get any uh, New Zealand workers to fill the jobs because they're all on about $18 an hour. They don't have superannuation in there. So all the labour is imported from overseas, Filipino um Irish labour and everything like that. And the only thing is you can't even get statistics on how much foreign labour is allowed come in or work on these construction sites. So stay tuned. Hello to Morris and all the boys over there. Righto. Now, just moving along, we just mentioned a couple of other things before we go to Scallywags. Uh, We should also mention that at the Royal Hobart Hospital, the uh, relocatable buildings that were put in there uh, by Modscape, 
to uh, provide ward accommodation while work was taking place in the main part of the hospital. I think there's a bit of a disaster, isn't there, there Collins? There is a big disaster there because when they landed on site, they've inspected the uh, these uh, demountable buildings and lo and behold, full of mould in the ceilings and now the news has come it's going to take another extra four months to fix all the mould in the ceilings. <laughs> I fancy going in there as a patient and there's mould hanging off the ceilings. So uh, adds another four months to the job and the cost total cost of that has to be picked up by John Holland and Fairbrother. So bad luck, brothers. That'll teach you. And uh, special cheerio to our good friend, Stefan. Maybe you should have used a bit of that mould mold stuff before you send them over. I'm told they're going to have a new trading name. Not Modscape, but Moldscape. Moldscape. Very, oh, very good. How do they, oh, well how do they come up with names? What about Frank's new company? We're going to touch on that or wait a little bit well, later? That'll oh, come in due oh, course. Oh, that'll come, come in due course. Moldscape, I'll give you that word. Moldscape is going great. Now, just a, a little... Uh, uh, just a little tip bit. SDA, Cole's got oh, caught oh. out. Can I talk about this Absolute quickly? Absolute disgrace, but let's just mention two people. Contrast. Dave Oliver, president of the ACTU, could have said a number of things. Dave put a backbone in it. Bill Shorten, by contrast, drew the correct conclusion... One, Fair Work should never have let it through in the first place, but now they've fixed it retrospectively. And as he said, the SDA and Coles better get on with getting a, a decent agreement in place for the people that are represented by the SDA. It was an absolute disgrace. Correct, Buzzer? Correct. And I know a bit about Coles, and I'm not going to go into complete detail, but that, uh, is he still around to Bruin or not? He's gone. Retired. No, uh, yeah, I but think I, this is the leftover. I've got to tell you, I still have shocking memories of him six years ago at the ALP conference putting down 10,000 bits of paper and saying the biggest issue with SDA workers was gay marriage. I've got to tell you, <laughs> I, I think it's getting a decent pay rise, right? And getting represented by organisers that want to come and represent them, not do deals behind the scenes for 90% of the workers. And when asked to help go, oh, we, we're not here to do that. Um, one of the big issues quickly is they got taken from casual rates to part-time rates with no consultation to the workers at all. Anyway, stay tuned. Well, that's enough about STA. Well, they're going to get nominated along with a few other people. Now, this is also the anniversary of Green Bands. Correct, Buzzer? I've just seen a bit of Jack on TV last night. Jack, and I pronounce Mundy. 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 Yeah, and um, and all the disputes that went on up there and um, and the one with uh, Norm and that where, they, where he was working for Land Lease and... And all the rest of it wasn't wasn't great, but the Green Bands did a lot of great good around the Melbourne area and the yep. Sydney area, didn't they? Yep. yep, around the rocks. Righto. Now, we're going to go to Scallywags. Oh, it's a cast of thousands. Well, <laughs> Moldscape. Moldscape, well done. Righto, Moldscape. And now, Frank Nademic. High, High Octane. octane. <laughs> That's yes. his new name, people. High Octane. Frank has a new name, and he what has, a name! How did he come up with that? And he, well, he's working on petrol stations, oh, so I'm gathering geez. that's the connection. Gee. So he's he's popped up in of all places Wendaree because that's the only place you can get work now as a country. And his companies have ripped off people, good people in the Latrobe Valley, the northern parts of Victoria, the western districts, Geelong, Melbourne, and uh, I've got to tell you what I saw this week, Frank. You are. A, 
You are a champion, I'll tell you. You haven't changed <laughs> a bit, Frank. Figurehead Constructions. Yep. Uh, how about getting some um, decent labour companies on the job? And how about a bit of milk in the sheds for the boys too, by the way? A bit of milk. Uh, uh, we also got Ju- – I want to just quickly mention Jukon, who turned into Jukon maintenance overnight and ripped everyone off too. Um, st- stay tuned for more of that. What about Jadico? We mentioned them. Yeah, yeah, they've. Uh, we'll, we'll mention them. I'll, we've been looking for them this week. They've uh, they've come good though. They've come good. Valio, I'm going to mention Valio again uh, down on the uh, Market Street job. Just a quick mention there. Right, and I've got uh, some more. And uh, our good friends at Altrax, about time you paid your bills, not only to your employees in terms of their compliances, but also to your subcontractors. Mm-hmm. Uh, mold cam. Oh, not. Another one. Mold everywhere. There's mold everywhere. Not only not only mold scapes. We got mold cam. Mold cam came down earlier in the year from uh, from Queensland, the mango munchers, and uh, they came down. They've done a job, and uh, all their subcontractors they used good EBA'd subbies. Um, in one in particular, a crane hire company done all heap of work for them and ripped them off. There's a hundred thousand Owen, uh, and they've just gone back to Queensland. Owen a lot a lot of money. So mold cam. We won't be having scallywags much longer. We'll be having mouldy scams. <laughs> mouldy scams. Mouldy scams. That's going to be the nomination. Now, uh, obviously, the SDA, Coles, and other parties are getting nominated, but also Shaq Demo. Yes. Yes, uh, a very uh, disreputable little operation uh, coming out of Geelong, I think. No, no, no. We had no. somebody else. Oh, right. Sorry. We got, we got, we got, we got demo companies all around town, yeah. undercutting the decent ones, not providing the right public protection, the right scaffolding, yeah. all the rest of it. They're just coming in at night time, smashing, smashing buildings down in the middle of the night, and hopefully they get it done in a night or two nights where nobody can see them. And uh, that is a problem. Who's the winner then? Who's the winner? Come on. I don't like going outside the industry, but I've got to tell you, Coles and SDA have got are going to take a lot of. Uh, well, I reckon they could be joint winners, with, with and uh, I reckon we won't personalise it. We'll just say high octane definitely deserve a uh, repeat performance award. Absolutely, righto. Who have we got for Suki Lala's? Well, no, uh, yeah, not looking at anybody. Over, not looking at anybody, but it's all right. What was the liberal bloke with the, the coat on from McEwen who, when he got asked a few questions, didn't want to answer him out there in the suburbs there? Can't answer his he name. He tried to hijack Bill's uh, press conference yeah, last yeah. week. What's yeah. his name? Yeah. Can't, yeah. I, can't, yeah. I can't picture you. Anyway, yeah. we, can't, we, we got the Suki Lala. We got a Suki Lala, I reckon, figurehead. Yeah, figurehead. They are. Ray, Ray and Phil out there. Oh, you both. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know the old Ray. Ray. I know. Yeah. Righto, we're going to go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle, dare to win. If you don't, you don't fight, fight, you lose. And we're going to go out with 50 years ago today. You listen to 3CR. You've just been listening to a podcast produced at 3CR Community Radio. 2016 marks 40 years that 3CR has been bringing you independent community voices. And we're asking you, our listeners, to keep us going for another 40 years by donating to our Radical Radiothon this June 6 to 19. This year we need to make $220,000, so any amount you can afford makes a big difference. 
call us on 0394198377 or visit us online at 3cr.org.au. Thanks for supporting Community Radio.